told some. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Three Cans In with Jack and the Bush. I'm Jack, and with me, as always, is the Bush. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing my thing. Just, uh, you know, me. <laughs> Nothing crazy going on. Just uh, just working on some stuff and uh, getting a couple of uh, beers in in the process. And as always, let's start out with a cheers. 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 So, the bush. That always reminds me of, I think we had talked about that off mic, uh, Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. What was the name of that show? It was something and the douche. <laughs> the douche. It was one of my favorite parts about working in radio like that is being able to... Uh, Create your own little nickname. Well, that and make fun of previous radio shows that did stuff like that. Because a lot of radio shows nowadays are like Morning Zoo and stuff. Once Howard Stern hit, that concept of just everything being crazy for the morning drive, they changed into the Morning Zoo, so they had to be all Howard Stern. And I can tell you right now, you know when a radio station uh, or when a show ran out of ideas... Because that's when they, they, they take out the tape measure and start measuring penises. That's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly when you know that they have no creativity left. So a lot of the morning shows went from being, okay, let's be a little funny, let's give you a little bit of news, to once Howard Stern did what he did, they all turned, or a lot of them turned into, yeah, the douche. Yeah, I have noticed that quite a bit lately. Like It seems like every single morning show is just crazy out there trying to be as comedy funny as possible and then it just dies mm-hmm. and it makes it boring all right buddy so um you said off mic that you have a ton of stuff to talk about oh that's true uh currently starting school which is going to be probably the nightmare part of schooling because it's getting near the end when you get all the hard classes and all the hard-ass teachers that just want to just drill you with the most complicated things possible and Mm -hmm. it's going to be fun i feel like because it's going to be learning a lot of things that i can screw with you about like what um taking what's called ethical Hacking, okay, which most people will sound like an oxymoron, but it actually is a thing, and computer forensics. So okay. basically, I'll be able to have the tools to not only get into your computer and find all your little stashes, but then take take little screenshots and evidence and see what you tried to delete and everything else. So I'm pretty sure after the end of the semester, keep me away from your laptop. <laughs> so you'll be able to ethically and unethically, if you so choose, um, to hack even Linux-based yes. computers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll be Linux, uh, Linux and Windows, be learning to go through uh, languages like Python, C++, Java. Okay. I mean, all the fun stuff. And then hopefully, and this would actually be kind of fun, is go to an event that they call Capture the Flag. Yeah. Which is literally hackers competing against hackers. That's cool. Like one team has to hide the quote unquote flag in a system and the other team has to 
capture that flag. Yeah, that's cool. And they're trying. It's basically them competing on how fast they can get there and whether or not they can stop them and everything. It's a cool event. It's that actually really cool. cool. Have so, you ever been to it before, like as a viewer or anything, or no, you just watch it online or whatever? No, those. Well, I I've actually mostly read about them. Those actually take place in Texas. So unless wow. I'm getting a plane ticket and going there and coming up with about five grand I right mean. <laughs> that's awesome though that's really cool so the basis behind that is um now oh that's what i was going to ask the um the team that hides the file are they allowed to move the file once it's hidden so it, it gets into like okay we've been breached and then you get a real time who's better at maneuvering and that kind of stuff or how no, does it work uh you don't you can't move the file but what you can do in real time is actually see who's accessing what. So you can put up firewalls. You can block okay. them out. I mean, you can redirect them. You can change passwords. So you're active as well. Yes. Okay, cool. That sounds pretty awesome. So these are all um, ethical hackers. Now, with that kind of stuff, I'm assuming anyway, I'm sure there are probably some unethical. With that kind of stuff, though, um, does that mean then you're going to turn around and try to work in, like, cybersecurity, uh, that kind of stuff? I mean, wh what do you do with that knowledge uh, for job prospects? Uh, what you do mostly with that job prospects, yes, it is going to be ideally cybersecurity. Um, what I could do with it is what's called pen testing, penetration testing, or security okay. testing. Pretty much, like say you own a company and you want to see how vulnerable it is, you hire me, you sign a contract, and I go to work on your system, whether you can give me no information, you can give me all information, and I check to see how vulnerable you are. And I mean, that's personnel, that's your system in general. And I just basically do everything I can to get as much information as I can. And I either tell you, hey, I was able to get here, 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 here. Or I tell you, hey, I was able to get to all these places. Here's how to fix it. Okay. That's interesting. And there's got to be good money in that. Oh, it, it's uh, back in 2014, I want to say Forbes top five jobs in the next five years they ranked cybersecurity second wow so we're looking at an annual ninety six thousand a year starting out on. hey buddy but right now i have a good job right now and just hoping maybe start there and maybe help them out because they suck when it comes to security and anywhere in their network so hopefully maybe i can flush some things out there Okay, so you're going to be trying to go to your current job um, and potentially saying, hey, look, let me help you out. But you are going to like make them pay you for that, right? You're not going to have them just be like, yeah, sure. And then. Well, I'm mostly trying to take the security guy's, our IT guy's position because he's, oh, okay. he's getting up there in age. Right. I mean, he can't do this forever. Right. And no one, I think there's like one person in the whole company that really understands anything about computers. And he doesn't even have a degree in computers. He's just learning on the fly. Right. And nine times out of ten, he Googles it. So it's like, well, I can do that faster than you, and you're an idiot. So I'll just do it. Fair enough. So that's that's my goal. But ideally, before any of that, it was to join the FBI to do the uh, computer crime force or even my local uh, police department. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is just like, from what I've read is 
before you get into it, you better be comfortable looking at tons and tons and tons of child pornography because that is the majority. Yeah, that's the majority of the security issues. And it's like, hey, here's this porn, this guy who's just been doing a whole bunch of child porn. We have to look through all the evidence, take screenshots, and it's just you have to go one by one by one by Mm -hmm. one. And it's just like, yeah, I... I'm good. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Um, but on the other hand, it actually, I mean, if you looked at it in the way that you're, you know, you're helping, potentially helping find and uh, solve what is, you know, a massive issue uh, in, in the country, if not the world with, you know, yeah, you might only get, you know, the guy in our area, but, you know, you pull a string, it's going to unravel. You know what I mean? So you could, you could potentially help take down some of these major, major, I don't want to say, you know, they're not corporations or anything, but, but rings, I guess would be the way, you know, crime rings, um, by doing that. And so I can understand it being, you know, I wouldn't volunteer to do that. Um, but at the end of the day, you'd still be doing a lot of good. Now the money probably wouldn't be as good as going into, um, you know, the personal sector, but no, if I would actually like to make a decent amount of money, I would have to go into the private sector. Private I would have government. to stay away from like the government or the state or federal because, unfortunately, I mean, you kind of look at like teachers. I mean, the money isn't always going to be there. But if you stick to the private sector, you definitely can get a good amount, chunk of money. And the nice thing about my job is we're small. We're a very small company. So you... You're only dealing, I'm only dealing with maybe 13 people in the building I'm in. Mm-hmm. And you go into like a large company. I mean, you got people that are on five different floors that don't even know anyone outside of their floor or even their cubicle. And you're getting yelled at because Steve down on floor three can't write program correctly. Right. So, I mean, I, 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 I either I'm going to stick with the small or I'm just going to work for myself. And then that way I can just do my own hours, do my own rates and right. everything and that sort. But I mean, I still have a year and a half to go, so just gotta get to it. Right, right. No, I understand. Um so you got school coming up. You'll be finishing that off pretty soon. Well, relatively speaking. Hopefully. And then uh and so so what else is so what else is going on? Well, how's the how we last time we talked about the saga of the bush at your mother-in-law's house? Uh, have there been first of all, have there been any updates on that? Is that bush still whatever? Well, now I want to say standing, but uh, leaning crooked and attached to the ground. Uh, that would actually be a negative. What? Oh yes. What happened? Uh, he actually after the whole chainsaw debacle, right? He. Got a hacksaw from Home Depot. Okay. And took it down himself. He scraped himself up a little bit, but what? he actually took it. Now, I, I will admit he did ask for help to break it all up and so that way it can be disposed of properly. But no, he did take it down absolutely himself. Did he take the, the whole thing out and everything? Uh, I think there I don't think it was big enough for like a like a huge stump. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you got to think, this is like a fishing story for crying out loud on how big this bush was. Right. So, but no, he, he took it down himself. And it was the, I think it was the morning that we were playing on hanging out and 
he comes out. He's a little dirty. He has a few scrapes, but yeah, mission accomplished. So how did this happen? I mean, like, how did he finally decide to grow a set of testicles and, um, you know, do something for himself? Uh, I think it was the mother threatening to buy a chainsaw and have him use a chainsaw when he was just like, okay, fine, I'll just finally take care of this so you can shut up about it. So his fear was having to uh, take the chainsaw or use the chainsaw. Yeah, that's his fear. Okay, cool. So the bush is gone. Um, that's, I'm, I'm very surprised. I expected you to just straight up tell me, no, it's still there. Um, oh, it surprised the shit out of me because I'm <laughs> like, he sends me a picture. I'm like, what the hell is this? It's your lawn. And he's like, oh, I took it down. I was like, well, freaking finally. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, the thing that makes me kind of laugh about it though, is the fact that he had to send you a picture of it. Cause I would have been like, bro. So like, Okay, you you cut down a bush. Do you want me to congratulate you on doing one thing ever that you're supposed to do? I mean, it, to be honest, I mean, uh, like I said, it, it's like a fishing story. I mean, you got someone that shows you a picture of a three-inch fish, and they're like, hey, look at custom. And it's like, well, that's why you went out there for. Right. Did you see um, my post from, I think it was earlier this week, um, on Facebook about that? No, I think I actually missed that. Okay. Unfortunately, it was a picture of uh, it was a, it was a meme or something, and it had the advice was to um, whenever you go fishing, bring an action figure with you, and then you take the picture with the action figure of the fish, and it looks you know huge, and it was like a GI Joe with the camo removed, so it looked like just a regular dude, and they made the fish just look massive. Yeah, awesome. I, okay, now I remember that. Yeah, that was actually pretty funny. Okay, so um, I hear there are some other peculiar things going on at the House of the Bush, and I'm just going to call them, you know, Bush relatives or Bush-in-laws. Uh, so what's going on? Tell me about it. Okay. Now, me and the missus. Mm-hmm. The well, missus and I. Oh, the missus and I. <laughs> Okay, uh, we got the English police over here. Uh, the missus and I. <laughs> Anywho, the missus and I mm-hmm. pulled what a lot of people consider a giant no-no with our wedding. We got married on Halloween. Are we going to get into this? No, we're not going to get into this. Can this we is- please get into this? <laughs> no, I mean... He, this. This man has been ragging on me for how many years now? Three? Three years? How long have you been married? Yeah, that'd be about three years now. Exactly that long. Yeah. Plus six months when I told you not to fucking do it. Oh, there is that too. (laughs) So, because the missus loves Halloween. It's her favorite time. So do I. And you know what? She ruined a Halloween for me. (laughs) Well, hey, at least you got Halloween music on Halloween. So Yeah, which I told you not to do. Remember, okay, I okay, said you have okay. one rule. Do not walk down the aisle to this is Halloween and I'm sitting there and all of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. Because what you did that day <laughs> is you took a bunch of adults and I were there were there any kids in your wedding? Like there? No. Okay. Uh, I think like the the youngest person there was like 22. Okay. So you took a bunch of adults and you said to them, hey, uh, I'm going to take one of the most fun, craziest, partiest holidays and you're not going to be able to do it. And oh, we're going to rub it in your face. We're going to rub it in your face. 
by making you show up. We're going to play This is Halloween. Oh, and here's the kicker, okay? You're not going to be able to dress up, which is bullshit. If you're going to have a wedding on Halloween, you have to dress up. Like, let people dress up. Because you, yes, her excuse was, I don't want to make it tacky or whatever. It's fucking Halloween. Like, it's going to be, you just at least own it. Masquerade that ball, you know, masquerade ball or friggin', oh man, that would have been awesome. Oh no, I, I, I actually wanted to do something like that. The problem was at our wedding, it was very small. The only people that would have dressed up would have been about the equivalent of about six. Everyone else is like 50s, 60s, old. And those six people would have had so much fun. Hey, I mean, at least the only thing. Not that we didn't have fun anyway, but. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, the only thing that I know my wife complained about was all the Halloween music that she was looking forward to for over a year, two years, got played while we were outside taking pictures. Well, here's the issue with that. First of all, um, you didn't tell a DJ when to play it, how to play it. And second of all, I knew a lot of those songs that you picked. Um, as somebody who has been a DJ, her job is to make you happy. But her job is also to entertain 150 people. How many people were there? 100? Uh, 60, actually. 60. Okay. Entertain 60 people. And you have to get them out on the dance floor and keep dancing. You know what I mean? And when you throw in a lot of those kind of rando songs, th- the dance floor just, it goes empty. And once it goes empty, it's really hard to get it going again. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can do like the Monster Mash and some of those. But some of those ones can get kind of weird, and then you're stuck sitting there going, well, I got to play this thing, but, you know, no one's going to like it. And then, you know, so they try to get some of those weird kind of things out of the way, unless it's for something specific. Like, I remember the song she danced to with her uh, dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? The, you know. Well, that 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 was actually extremely special for them. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not, so I, like, yeah, I wasn't insulting the song or anything, but it was like, you can't play that shit during, because no ever would have been like, okay, what the hell is this? Which but, was weird, because right after that, which it, she, she and her dad ta- danced to Lindsey Sterling's rendition of Skyrim, which is a video game. You know, of course, everybody knows the... Actually, I'm probably on the on the uh, low end of not knowing. I know Skyrim, but like I couldn't pick one thing out about it besides the name. Oh well. So I'm making true. fun of people, but like the people listening are probably like, "Oh yeah, dude, you should fucking know that." <laughs> Fuck but then I follow that up with Bette Midler, <laughs> and it's less like, "How do you trans make that transition?" <laughs> I get the DJ was probably like, "Oh my god," because that's what you danced. With the, your mother. That's what I danced with. It was um, it was the song that Bette Midler actually wrote for her son. Right. And Bette Midler is my mom's favorite singer, so okay. it was like, and yeah, yeah. Of course, she lasted two seconds before right. she started crying. Right. So. Which is her job. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the uh, the beautiful bride and her father for the father daughter dance. Uh, little Skyrim there, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna bring up the. Uh, the groom and his lovely, lovely mother for some Bette Midler. <laughs> and then afterwards, it's like, all right, everybody, that was absolutely beautiful. And uh, here's a Michael Jackson <laughs> thriller. Oh, none of you are going to come out on the dance floor because only four of you know how to dance. Hey, we, we, 
We did. We had a few of those. So it was just the four of us. I remember that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, no, my biggest issue was, well, I had two. One, you ruined Halloween. Of course. I mean, just flat out. And two, you got married in BFE for no reason. That that stands for bumfuck England. You got married <laughs> out. It was like two hours away. And it was it was a very beautiful um, like log cabin kind of rental hall out in like a campsite, um, like a lodge kind of place. Yeah, it was a log cabin on yeah, a campsite. Yeah, it was beautiful. I mean, it was gorgeous. But there are 470 of those within like a 20-mile radius of where I live now, where your parents live, where her parents live, and where you live. So I'm sitting there going, why did you go all the way the fuck out <laughs> I don't even... What city was this? No, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I'm going to make it up. It was, It doesn't even have a city. I think we didn't even... I don't, I don't even... I think you got married on a state road. I think no, it was it just... Was S, oh, yeah, it was like SR. We're like, we're, we were way on the other side of the barn. I mean, we weren't... It wasn't a town. We were just on the other side of the guy's farm. Um, It was... Actually, it, I think there were some cows across the street. Yeah, so. I mean, it was bad. I mean, it was beautiful there. But I remember talking to your dad that... Because I didn't remember if he remembered me. And so we were, you know, joking around. And I go, hey, man, um, quick question. Um, is there a reason that they made us drive all the way out to fucking nowhere for this shit? And he's like, dude, I have no idea. I mean, he probably didn't say dude. But he was like, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, no. And I, I will admit that literally put my, like, that, uh, that pissed my parents off because they're like, no one's going to come. Right. And then we're that pissed us off. And we're like, okay, well. Who cares then? Right. Well, I'm just saying you could have gotten married in a town that has been registered. You know what I mean? Like that isn't just four dudes in their farms living within a 25 square mile radius. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Now, just so you know. Okay. Literally every single one of those places either A, was booked through all of October. Right. Or B, wasn't open around Halloween. And when she saw. Well, there's a thought. There's a thought. Don't get married on fucking Halloween. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's it, like it, trying it to get a... married on New Year's Eve. Yes, I'm cutting you off. That's like trying to get married on New Year's Eve and being like, all the places are, why Why can't I get into a bar? Why, why are all the places? Because it's a fucking holiday. Still better than what my brother did to his 12, no, 13 groomsmen is get the heaviest tuxedo, not even tuxedo, suit. Get the heaviest suit on a 90 degree June day and make them stand outside for five hours. Mm. I and then of course he plays nothing but rap music for his so no one can really dance. Right. And it's just like, oh my God. I and then of course I, okay, that's a whole another story. We'll save that for another episode. But the thing is, going back to the present, because yeah, I, I can I rag on. This. I can rag oh, yeah. on your he, damn he, he, Halloween. That's a whole episode in oh, itself. Oh, jeez. But my wife has been ready for fall since April. Yes. I think when when summer officially started, she's like, "Okay, I'm done. I'm over this. Give me fall." So currently, she is at her mother's right now, decorating for Halloween. And like, what's the date? What do you mean? What's the date? Oh, uh, September 1st, which she was like, okay, at midnight, it's 
I'm I'm in Halloween mode. I'm in Halloween girl. It's fall. I don't care what the temperature is. I don't care what the season is. I am in fall mode. And I'm like, okay. Now, do you guys do anything for Halloween? Yes. Besides each other? Well, besides, dinner? yeah, besides that. Celebrate you know, your anniversary. Yeah, we uh we actually do. uh uh Last year, we no, two years ago, we went to Salem on the actual oh, week yeah, of Halloween. yeah, you did. I remember you went out of, yeah. was fantastic. That does sound that like that. That was fantastic. Cool. And there's, you can't, I'm, I'm like, as far as, I mean, I've known this woman for what, five years now? Yes. Um, Yeah, you couldn't think of a better anniversary. That was one of those where you told me that, I'm like, dude, nice. Like, that was legit. Taking a girl who is obsessed with Halloween, who, as far as I know, is at least allies herself with like the Wiccan and the paganism and that kind of stuff to take her to Salem. I mean, now I, I think you were the one who told me that, that I didn't know a lot, like, like hardly ever, like hardly any witches were actually burned at the stake there. Oh no, no, no. It's like all the, all the people that were burned or they actually didn't burn them. They burned them in England. They hung them in, uh, in America. Right. And every single one of them was political. Right. Every single one of them. Actually, the first person who got hung had the most land in the whole town. And the person and his name that was, was Bill. No. <laughs> actually, it was a woman. It was a I woman know, bartender. I, I just thought it'd be funny. That's interesting. So, um, what did you guys do last year? Uh, last year, we actually. Uh, I don't think you did anything. Well, we did something that Saturday. Early smaller. Yeah. We, uh, a person we know was throwing a Halloween. Uh, party yeah. on that weekend. Okay. So I think it fell on like a Monday or Tuesday yeah, or something weird. like that. Uh, you, this year you're doing, um, you're you're taking me to whatever you do, non, uh, you know, anniversary related. Oh, the, yeah. I mean. Uh, Friday night I'm busy because I think I have a uh, thing to DJ. But after that, Saturday, Sunday, whatever you do, and you better do something uh, for taking me. Yeah. Uh, I think she she does this every year. And the crowd is fan- well. The crowd is fantastic, except for that one guy that has a few too many and has to basically buzzkill the whole entire party because mm-hmm. there always has to be that guy. Um, but it's fantastic. They're all nerdy. They're all fun. And any of them hot? There's a few, but uh, I'm just saying, do I have a chance of um, breaking my uh, sophomore slump? Um, unless you want to go whaling. I don't mm, think you no, really want a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, well. Um, yeah, at least it didn't make me feel good. I could, uh, you know, be a pick-me-up. So she is officially off in uh, at your mother's house right now, uh, yes. decorating her entire house inside and outside for Halloween. And it is September 1st. Not even Labor Day. That's insane, dude. That is insane. Hey, I married her, so I don't know if that makes me insane or just a little bit. Yeah, well, I do like her. She's she, she's a doll. Oh yeah, she is. Okay, so we are coming up on the beginning of the uh, end of all season. It's finally upon us. So we were probably I'm probably going to do some sort of an interlude here, uh, some sort of a introduction, very sports themed. I like the idea of segments. Oh, there you go. Uh, even if they're improv because that gives the listener a minute to have a break. Okay. So what we're going to do here is we are going to go ahead and play the theme music. 
I'm going to count down three, two, one, and then we're going to pause. Okay. And then gotcha. that'll be whatever I haven't decided yet. Um, we got to look in the budget and uh, see what we can do as far as hiring up singers, you know, studio band, all that kind of stuff. But we'll, we'll put something together. Uh, so again, on three, two, one, you're going to hear our brand new sports segment introduction music. Okay. All right. All right. Three, two, one. So how awesome was that? That's awesome. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I worked real hard on that one. Um, so the football season's coming up, and uh, I'm a little depressed. Oh, I'm really? A depressed. Yeah, could you just got, got cut as of the taping. Uh, tight end for the uh, Cleveland Browns. Anybody who watched Hard Knocks would know he was, he was like a just super cool hippie dude. Had this beautiful story with his dad. Everybody was really so. I'm what I'm hoping is that they cut him and they're going to turn around and at least sign him to the practice squad because he's a journeyman player and this you know might be the kind of the last chance for him. Oh, that's true. And so I'm hoping he at least gets into the practice squad. So we're getting massive cuts today. We are the deadlines coming up today. So we have a lot going on, but uh, and we're not we're not you know the sports station radio stations, so we're not going to be up to date by the time people are listening to this. No. So we're going to keep things fairly, fairly basic in general. Uh, first and foremost, you are an Atlanta Falcons fan. That is correct. And why is that again? Uh, That would have to be back... I kind of fell in love with uh, Michael Vick before all the trouble happened and just kind of snowballed. I mean... I do have relatives in Atlanta, not really from there personally. Like they, she kind of moved there, but it, it was just one of those things where it's like I'd rather root for a winning team than someone that's been can't really get above seven wins. So that's the definition of a um, warm weather fan. Then you literally moved to a team that won. That's like liking the Yankees, except the difference is. For a long time, the Yankees actually won World Series, whereas Atlanta, you know, has not actually won a Super Bowl in a long time. So they came close. That yeah, close doesn't count. No, close it only doesn't. counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out there for a new one: nuclear bombs. In fact, you don't even need to be close; <laughs> just the same general direction. So, how do you think Atlanta's looking this year? Uh, not that good. Unfortunately, I mean, I, I can see them still as a playoff team because right now the New Orleans Saints are doing pretty darn well again. So pretty it's darn be, well. And everyone else is just going to suck like always. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the Panthers haven't recovered from their last uh, Super Bowl debacle. And then, of course, you got Jameis Winston that can't get out Super of trouble. Bowler. Yeah, this is coming from the guy who's rooting for the team that has the the record for biggest Super Bowl upset in and the history of the game. To be fair, though, at least my quarterback tries to go after the ball. As opposed to? Cam Newton, oh, okay. who can't dive to save his life because he, he might get hurt. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I can see him maybe going 10 wins this year. I 10 mean, wins, okay. So, so that's a playoff 
That's play- playoffs. You yeah, think they'll get? No. Think they'll they'll get uh, deep into the playoffs? Do you think they'll get knocked off right away? No, I think they'll win their first game, but then after that, I don't think they're going to do so well. But if record is holding, whoever beats them is going to make it to the Super Bowl and has a great chance of winning said Super Bowl. Right, right. Now, you, Jack, are a big Browns fan. Yes. So tell me how you think they're going to look in this year. Um, I'm going to call it. I think they're going to be uh, second in the uh, AFC. Now, that is a huge well, step AFC up. North, not well, AFC. yeah, I was going to say. I'm in the NFC. You're in the AFC. Now, that's a big, huge step up because how well did they do the past two years? Uh, they won one more game uh, in the last two years than uh, Bugs Bunny. They won one more game in the last two years than my mother. Well, hey, I mean, you got to start somewhere. I mean, you, you, there are only up. To go, Onward so. and upward, buddy. Right. No, I think they have a good chance. I think I don't think they're going to be... I, I think playoffs is potential, um, especially because the AFC North, are, are, that division is, besides like the Steelers, it's, it's kind of weak. Um, they do have a tough schedule this year. Um, have a very tough schedule. Except for that one Thursday game. Is it a Thursday game? That one game against, the, what was that team from Atlanta? That one's going to be a joke. Um, <laughs> but they have a tough schedule. But, you know, I mean, in the preseason, I mean, they held Philadelphia to zero points. I mean, that that's impressive. That was a weird game. It was game. a weird game because that was they only scored game. five. I mean, but, <laughs> I mean, when you can safety the last Super Bowl MVP. I mean, that's That's at least a good accomplishment. You know what I mean? I mean, that... And and the Browns' defense has always been good. They just haven't had a proper offense. They haven't had a proper quarterback. They haven't had a proper line. There's a lot of things that have gone in. They've had different talented players, just not being able to put them together. The whole system argument, all that kind of stuff. Right now, I think Taylor has a shot at being a good holdover quarterback for a couple of years until we get Baker Mayfield in. I don't think Baker should play. I think he is uh, given the time. I've witnessed too many Browns quarterbacks, 24 or something like that. A lot of them rookies coming in and getting destroyed. So I'd like to see him take the time, learn the system, you know, get up to speed with the NFL. Uh, and let Tyrod, let him do his thing, man. I mean, he's no slouch. He took the Bills to the playoffs, and that was something that just... The Bills are one of those teams that you just you don't remember exist half the time. You know what I mean? Like... Oh, no, I, I mean, and they kind of actually remind me of the Jaguars because the only people that care about the Jaguars nine times out of ten are over in London. Yeah, I, the Bills are one of those teams. They're a historic team, you know, they are. Um, but they're just they've been not really relevant. But Tyrod did a lot with them, and I think he's got the potential to be a true leader with the Browns to take them forward. I'm going to say you know, two years out of him, I'd be happy. And then uh, move on to Baker and see what he can do. And uh, I think we are definitely on the upswing. I don't think it'll be something that happens overnight. But, you know, I think I think they're going to be competitive, which, I, which is really what the fans are looking for. They're not looking for Super Bowl. You know what I mean? They're just looking yeah. to be relevant in the game. Um, they don't want to be a bye week. Now, I do have a question for you. Yeah. And this is very important. Okay. Will Peppers actually show up on the screen when they actually show the t- the defense lining up, or is they going to be playing? Where's Burl Peppers at now? I don't know. It depends on um, 
It depends on if it's Fox or... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm real happy with them. I'm real proud of uh, of how they've played. And I think I think we're seeing... I think we're seeing a, d- a different team, and I think they have potential to at least be competitive and at least say, "Okay, this is, you know, not not necessarily a rebuilding year. This is just a year, you know, because it's like we kept hitting the reset button every two years, and it was I was starting to get mad because yeah, we did have a lot of um, bad front office decisions, we had a lot of bad coaching decisions, but I feel like a lot of times we didn't give the guys a chance to even adjust to anything because you had to switch crap out." Every couple of years. You know what I mean? No, I understand. And actually, believe it or not, I was surprised that they brought back Hugh Jackson. But to be fair... Yeah, a lot fair, of people are saying this is his last chance. Oh, yeah. This is definitely his last chance. And I feel like it actually was a good move. That's why I was so surprised, because normally Haslam isn't doing good moves. No. But I am actually happy to see that just for continuity's sake. Now, they could screw that up because... They are playing the Steelers and the Saints, which are really two really tough teams right off the bat. And I'm really worried that they're just going to fire him halfway through the season, which just destroys all the work that they are accomplishing. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. I think they made a couple of good adjustments with his staff in the offseason. I'm real happy with the other guys they have in there. So, you know, I I think they have a chance. I think they have a chance to go out and, su- and surprise some people with uh, some of their play. Because the Steelers are one of those teams where, you know, they used to be able to blow you out. But Big Ben, you know, he ain't Big Ben anymore. You know what I mean? Like no, he's that not, is true. Who was it? Like my sister drafted him. Was it like first or second round? I think it was the second round. And I'm like, what are you doing? It I, was that our draft was weird because yeah. it's like four QBs go out in the first two rounds. I'm like, what is happening? I don't think I got a QB until maybe the third round. I think I was trying to stack up on running backs um, because we are a PPR and uh, wide receivers are are obviously super important. But when it comes down to a running backs that catch the ball. Oh, they're they're that's huge. Yeah, they're huge. So, um, I think the Browns will be second in the AFC North. North, yeah, North. Uh, I think the Browns will be second in the AFC North. Uh, but I'll be happy if if they have, a, you know, positive season if they're if they're, you know, do better than they do worse. All right, I'll I'll up your ante on okay. that one. I will say going into the final two weeks, they're battling for that playoff spot in the AFC North. Really? Yes, I will give you that. And I will say they will be hedged out by the Steelers, unfortunately, because, yeah, I mean... Makes sense. <laughs> you, I mean, when you have someone like Ben, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, even though he's still... I think he's still holding out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is still a huge weapon that you have. So I think they're going to get hedged out just slightly... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's true. You do have Gordon. You do have Gordon. We do. So, I mean, I can see it happening, going second, and I say they're battling right there, right in the the thick of things, going into the final two weeks. Now, I also think that the bottom of the barrel this year is going to be the Baltimore Ravens. Really? Why is that? I just, they are just on a massive, in, like, decline. 
they have not been showing anything. I mean, they need the Browns to stay irrelevant for them to not to be irrelevant. Now, mm-hmm. I knew, I do know they do have, uh, I believe it's Lamar Jackson as the backup right now, but they're just, they're not showing anything. Mm-hmm. So I just see that as they're going to be in the bottom of the barrel in the AFC North and you know the Bengals they're 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 a 500 team. They're they're always going to be a 500 team. I mean they always seem to blow like good games. You know what yeah, I mean? They or do. like important games they always they just they win but they're not good at winning. Like they're they're ju- they just can't they can't handle the pressure. Yeah, I have noticed that. It's like anytime they have like a primetime game or I mean they had he has not won one single playoff game, so you got that going for you. And I mean it's like true. I mean they you just can't they can't get over that hump. Mm-hmm. But I mean to be fair though, I mean my team I really can't say much because my team is the same exact way. I yeah, mean, they got over that hump and then they fucking blew it. <laughs> I mean when when you try to be cute with uh, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, I, you can kind of see it does not work at all. Never does. But. I mean, against Seattle, against uh, the Eagles, I mean, they just keep choking in that final second. But it's or half or half. <laughs> but to be fair, I mean, at least we got rid of the coach that will make up like stupid mistake. I mean, it looked like he was coaching the Browns with the mistakes that he was making. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just the fact like he's not kicking it, he's not running the ball to knockdown time i mean it's just stupid so but honestly when i'm my prediction very early prediction okay i understand this but my my very early prediction for super bowl oh super bowl prediction yeah i'm going for the super bowl prediction okay i am thinking we're gonna have saints steelers in the super bowl you know, I would really like that because um, it's a good classic game. Mm-hmm. But the Steelers are also one of those that, you know, they'll kick ass and then they just fall apart every year. I mean, they're one of, they, they usually have one of the best records and then they just fail when it comes to the playoffs. Well, that is true. But, and I mean, I know a lot of people will be taking like the Patriots and stuff, but the problem is, is, Gronk should not have came back, in my opinion. You have Edelman that's going to have to brush off some rust when he gets back from his suspension. And Brady, I mean, he's up there. He's mm-hmm. really, really up he's there. He's getting there, yeah. And He's going to get old at some point. And it, and it kind of shows, basically, if he's gone, the the Patriots are going to just go downhill. Uh, Yeah, you know, I mean, I that's hard for me because I don't like Tom Brady. Not as a human being or anything like that. He seems perfectly fine. Oh, um, yeah. But, so I, I don't like when people disregard how great of a quarterback he really is. A lot of people like to just kind of, you know, it's like, no, dude, Tom Brady leads that team, and he has led that team to be a dynasty for all intents and purposes. That is true. Um, But they do have such a great program over there. It's like a machine. 
and you take Tom Brady out and you put the next guy in. It's just the, the thing about the Patriots is they seem like everybody just does their job. Every player does what they're supposed There's no flash. There's no, you know, they just do their job. So they do they do such a great job bringing these people in and getting them to work in that machine that is the Patriots. So I think they lose a quarterback. I don't I mean yes, you're going to lose Tom Brady, but I don't think the team is just going to turn around and then just suck cuz I don't think it is just Tom Brady. I think it's the whole system. It was like the Yankees, you know, how many different times during the years where it was like, okay, you lose this guy, you lose this guy, you lose this guy, but they were still the Yankees and they were still a team that you didn't mess with for the longest time. So I think that's how it's going to be. Well, no, I I agree with you on that one. And it it seems like this is something that you normally do not see in any professional sports, especially team professional sports, is a team actually wanting to be a team. And, like, it just seems like they, if the offense is sputtering, you have the defense. If the defense is sputtering, you have the offense. I mean, they all pick themselves up, and they're taking pay cuts left and right just so they can stay a team. Yeah, I mean, they're a machine. They really are. I mean, they they see it. It's one cohesive unit. Okay, so I think we're going to call that the end to... uh, the end of the sports segment. That's a good way to end it. Man, I'm real proud of that one. It sounds pretty good. Yeah, it does. It's pretty sweet. So we've established that I do a little podcast production, among other things. And uh, this is totally off topic, but uh, something that really irked me the other day. Um, uh, is this the story you were telling me off, Mike? Uh, starting to. Okay. Um, one of my clients suggested they had gotten contact from somebody else, suggested me to one of their friends to do their podcast that they're setting up. Oh, there, there you go. Yeah, I'm, you know, real happy that they did that, and they made the introduction and they, you know, they had some questions and stuff like that about what to do and how to start up. And I said, yeah, I'll be able to help you, you know, at least answer some of the quick, I, I don't want, I don't, you know, to you, I'll say Googleable stuff um, <laughs> because I do consult. And so it's like, I'm not going to tell you everything. Oh, okay. And so they sent me the email without her and um, they said that they recorded a couple of episodes so far, which is dangerous. If you don't know what you're doing, don't just start recording a podcast. <laughs> but oh, that's fair. Then they asked me uh, four questions. And I'm going to go from least rude to most rude, to oh. me anyway, insulting. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, so this is actually inverse of what they said. Okay. Uh, should we be uh, prepping the raw footage in any way before they're edited? Okay, that's a simple thing. You want to make sure that what format, whatever, told them the answer to that one. Now, I also very heavily implied that they should hire someone to do this stuff um, throughout the whole thing. But that's a simple question. What platform should we publish them on? Well, you clearly have never listened to podcasts because there are a ton of them, yes, Mm -hmm. but there are like four big ones. You know what I mean? Try iTunes. That'd be a good shot. Like, Google this shit. Why are you asking? (laughs) Like, this is stuff you can find out. How long does it take to edit an app? Well, these are connected to. Okay. These are the last two that's insulting. Okay. Um, 
how should we edit them? Isn't that your job? Yeah, you're asking me to give you the years and years I have of training and knowledge and experience to just tell you how to do it for free, like just give you the insider, you know. And 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 more than that, you expect me to just be able to tell you in an email how to edit audio and how to edit it, you know, properly. Now, with this show, I don't give a shit. So I'm not sitting there, you know, working. It's just, it's fun. Right. But with a client, with a paid client, you know, I take it seriously. And it's like, look, you're going to sit there. How do you edit audio? Are you serious? You're going to ask me, <laughs> you know, how should you edit them? I'm like, I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Like, just edit them. What's your, what, what do you want? And that just, it, it, it insulted me because, again, you just took everything that I do and you boiled it down to, well, yeah, we, could, we could probably do that. It's like, fuck you. Um, they're probably the same people that go to YouTube and they watch one video and be like, hey, yeah, I could do that. That's easy. Yeah, sure. And even though the person has like 15 years of experience. and Right. And that's why your stuff sounds like shit. And then how long does it ed- take to edit an episode? They're looking at less than 60 minutes of footage per episode. And it's okay. not footage, by the way. If it's audio, it's not footage. And I'm going to tell people this now. If you're looking to ask somebody to produce your audio the answer is it depends i mean you know okay the last episode i had to find the music do the intro that kind of stuff that probably took me two hours to do that sounds about right i listened through it when i edited it i slapped some filters on it you know made the intro and outro but i also didn't care you're asking me to edit you know, a full 60 minutes of footage. First of all, footage. Is it uh, <laughs> is it supposed to be 60 minutes or is it supposed to be 45 minutes? Is it supposed to be a half hour? Am I supposed to try to make sense of whatever shit you jumped around on? Are you recording something properly? And I'm going to guess no, considering the fact that you literally asked me how to do it. Are you a good host? Are there people uh, talking in the background or dogs barking or an explosion is there somebody tapping on something is there an air conditioning unit that turns on you know what i mean is it six different people that i have to do on different channels and adjust all their levels is it you know six different people on one channel that then I, I have to either separate or try to adjust their levels what you know what i mean <laughs> and anybody who sits there and tells you that it's going to take less you know they say oh yeah two hours no they're lying because that means they didn't listen to the produced episode they didn't listen to it because you can't sit there and edit something out and truly edit it in double the time that the raw footage took because that means you may have listened to it once you didn't give it the time you know what i mean you didn't no, go through and actually listen to your finish so so that really angered it didn't anger me but it was just like how dare you come to you know me and ask me to tell you how to do my job so yeah i was dealing with that and then um one of my clients is going through some uh, some very personal stuff um don't want to go too much into it but starting to see the bright side starting to you know get some money together that kind of stuff so things are looking a lot better Oh, that's good. Uh, with them. You know, besides that, I mean, we, I, we've been asking you what you've been doing for two episodes now. Yeah, I'd I know. like what? somebody to ask me what I've been up to. What have you been up to, Jack? Nothing, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've been I've been looking at the place. I mean, it looks really nice. I mean, I know you've been doing some remodeling here and there. Trying. 
But I mean, everything seems like it's coming together for you. I mean, how's how's everything going with your business? As you said, you do have a business outside of this. Uh, it's going pretty well. I've gotten to pick up, uh, picking up clients. And hey, if you want somebody to produce your podcast, do voiceovers, uh, audio editing of any kind, uh, shoot me a message. Um, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention to you, um, we produce this through Anchor FM, which you know. And anybody listening would know because they literally tell you that at the end of the episode. <laughs> um, if for some reason you love this show, did you know now that you can you can like donate kind of like Patreon? I think it's one time, but you can actually support the show right through Anchor FM. Oh yes, yes you can. Yeah, so if you look us up at uh, three cans in, that's three the number, not spelled out. Uh, three cans in on Anchor. Uh, there should be a thing right up on our profile, and it'll say you know willing to support us. So if you like the show, we're not expecting anything, but you know, shit, I'm not gonna get mad. Uh, <laughs> time is money, and uh, doing this takes potential money away. I guess could be the way to put it. That, I mean, that's um, a good way to put it. So if you wanna you wanna throw us a couple of bucks here and there, um, it may go into recording equipment, and it may go into more beer. I don't know if there's a way you can earmark it and tell us what you want to do with it. But, you know, if you can, it's fine. Uh, as long as, you know, you're not telling us to literally, you know, go fuck ourselves. We should be <laughs> should be okay. That brings us, we're, we're cutting down to the end, buddy. Yeah, we are. So um, we're going to try to get together here and get a uh, another episode out. Um, it should be about the time of the end of the first, or at least middle of the uh, first week of the NFL season so yes. we will have some updates some aw man some aw shits from fantasy football and uh, should be a lot of fun do you have any closing remarks uh, the bush only thing I can think of is like I said last time be happy be merry and always keep a cold one in the fridge I love it hey make sure you subscribe to the show and uh I'm saying this now because uh, as we speak, it's being uploaded to a bunch of different platforms. So pretty soon this is going to be available on most of the major platforms. If your platform has a way to rate the show, please do give us five stars. Uh, Go ahead and lie. Uh, Tell everybody that we are awesome, that we're educational, um, we are politically minded, and, you know, that we're good looking. Whatever. Um, but, But please subscribe, rate like download listen this is the end of the show we will see you next time for three cans in this is jack and this is the bush we'll see you guys later